Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. Hope everybody is having an unbelievable day. Um, uh, I want to sit down and talk to you about something that is not very uh, popular when it comes down to having discussions uh, because it's one of the most darkest and challenging places that we tend to exist, but it is far too real to ignore and that's the place of emotional and psychological trauma. I've spent an enormous amount of my time uh, studying, <clears throat> learning, and developing uh, uh, processes that can help people heal from trauma. But you first have to sort of, <coughs> excuse me, understand, you know, how, tra how trauma works, what's going on, and why it's so important to heal from it. There is a common uh, saying amongst those in my field, and it is a wound concealed is a wound unhealed. And what does that mean? That means that we've been trained to pretend that we're okay. We've been trained to say, I'm good, I'm okay. We've been trained to uh, pretend that what we've been through has not negatively impacted us. And in many instances, we have experienced it at such a young age that we have sort of built a scab around it in a way that um, allows us to pretend to be in a place that we're not truly in. And it, it normally shows up in other areas of our lives when we're trying to develop relationships, when we're trying to advance in our careers, when we're trying to uh, get, grab hold of our visions, our dreams, our aspirations, our hopes. Uh, there are all these things that keep coming up and we don't understand them or we don't have any control over them and they become frustrating. And then we are left with an option and the norm normally the options that we choose are to simply give up on the things we aspire to be and uh, in some level, accept the fact that because we are damaged, we are no longer um, uh, allowed to have the things in life that other people have. We literally uh, shrink our visions, our dreams become colorless, our goals are dwarfed because we are still dealing with things. And a lot of us, especially African-Americans, have a lot of unhealed trauma. And uh, in, in numerous books, I've written about epigenetics and I've written about social learning theory and how both of those contribute to multi-generational trauma, how we tend to pass down trauma genetically. We pass it down in our behaviors. Uh, we teach our children how to behave and respond as if they're traumatized before they ever become traumatized because they are mimicking our behaviors and how we respond to things. And I've, I've written about that in great length. But here's the thing. Imagine attempting to use an instrument that is meant for a specific task, uh, but the instrument is broken. 
Uh, even if some kind of way you can successfully complete the task, it's going to take much longer than it should have taken. It's going to be painstaking. It's probably going to be real frustrating. And you may even have some cuts and scars from trying to do it and it not working out for you. And it's because you were using something that was not in its complete uh, capacity. It had been broken in some way and you were still trying to use it. Well, that happens psychologically, that happens emotionally when you are traumatized. When you are traumatized, you, you are functioning from a, an incapacitated state, a diminished state without really truly understanding how. Well, what happens? How are we traumatized? A lot of us are traumatized from early in life. Uh, whether it was witnessing our parents go through a horrible breakup, whether it was having a parent who suffered from an addiction, whether you lost a parent to incarceration, uh, those are just some. And then there are the more nefarious uh, types of trauma, childhood sexual abuse, childhood physical abuse, uh, or observing your one of your parents being abused, or witnessing some violent experience in your community or your neighborhood that uh, had a lasting impact on you. What you have to understand is these experiences aren't simply memories. These experiences are literally imprinted as a repetitive, relived uh, reality. And until you properly integrate these experiences into your linear timeline, where they start to become a memory uh, episode of, a, of the past, you're going to consistently have times where you're triggered and you're literally reliving it. And that's what uh, traumatic memory is. Traumatic memory is literally, literally reliving the event and all of its stimuli and sensations. In other words, the, whatever you were smelling at the time you experienced it, you'll smell it. Whatever you were feeling, you'll feel it. You'll catch yourself breaking out in sweats. You'll catch yourself going through an entirely, uh, uh, a lot of different uh things that you experience during the time of it and you won't be i mean the smell you know i've i've worked with women who have been raped and every time they go through an episode they can smell the breath of the person who raped and they can smell the cologne that they had on they can hear the background and ambient noises that were in the plate and you literally have to work through that you've got to heal the problem is when you don't heal you carry things into the future that don't serve you well and you literally sacrifice a great deal of what you have in front of you that you could do. you're literally living a familiar past in the present and per, 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 uh, perpetuating it into the future it is so important that if you want to see the best of yourself if you want to see yourself succeed then you need to deal with the healing process you're going to have to put in the work to heal you're going to have to go through and process these events are in if it's one event but a lot of people we talk about ptsd all the time. Everybody uses that term. And what PTSD is, normally PTSD is something that emerges from a singular event that was so catastrophic or traumatic that it left an imprint and that you now have to work that out uh, phys physiologically, emotionally, and psychologically. You're going to have to work that out in order to get to a place of wholeness. Well, most of us aren't dealing with PTSD. That's the thing most of us are dealing with something a lot more uh, devastating if we don't deal with it. And it's complex trauma. Complex trauma is what you would call stacked trauma. It's where you've been traumatized more than once. Some of us have been traumatized by the same traumatic event over and over. In other words, there's a young child in the home and they're being sexually abused over and over and over again. That's complex trauma because it's more than one event and it's stacked. Uh, another kid may be uh, abused 
physically. One kid may be abused physically, psychologically, emotionally, and experiencing neglect. All four of those are what we call ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. Um, everything I mentioned in the beginning, uh, seeing your parents go through a, uh, a divorce, uh, adverse childhood experience, uh, or ACE, uh, as, as it, uh, it is also known. Uh, having a child, uh, having a parent who is addicted to a chemical substance, alcoholism especially, uh, but other, other drugs as well. Uh, that's an adverse childhood experience. Well, this is what I can tell you. Just in looking at childhood experiences, when you look at ACEs, every one of those experiences being abused in any type of way, uh, in each type of abuse, that is one ACE point. Uh, experiencing neglect is one ACE point. Watching your parents go through a divorce is one ACE point. Um, having a parent incarcerated, having, I mean, just each one of these adverse experiences counts as a point. When you get to three or four points, you start talking about lifelong negative consequences that play themselves out in your life. Uh, for instance, a child with four ACEs is 12 times more likely to attempt suicide, 12 times more likely. A child with four ACEs is six times more likely to develop ischemic heart disease, five times more likely to develop, uh, type two diabetes, and I can go on down the line. These are just physiological health complications that are a part of that experience. Now you can mitigate a lot of this because this is lifelong. This is things that go on long after the child has moved into adulthood. These things go on. So what you can do is you can mitigate that by properly engaging the trauma, creating and in, 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 in processing and going through interventive processes that allow you to process what happens, allow you to allows you to integrate it into your linear timeline. Why is it so important to integrate into your linear timeline? Your linear timeline is what tells you, okay, that's in the past. It's a memory, but it can no longer harm you. If it is never integrated into your linear timeline, it's still something in the present. So every time you experience it, it's no longer, it's not simply a memory, it's a traumatic memory. And the traumatic memory is a reliving of the instance in a time when you are psychologically literally there. And so it is being re-traumatized again. So literally, you go through this process what we call traumatic re-injury. Normally, traumatic re-injury is a situation in which you are re-injured again by someone, maybe the same person, maybe someone different. In other words, a person who is raped once and all of a sudden years later gets raped again or gets robbed once and years uh, years or months later get robbed again. That's re-injury. Or you can be re-injured in a entirely different way. But uh, you can also just by experience it, you consistently uh, it's happening to you over and over again. And it's hard to develop relationships when you are suffering from a traumatic event or literally dealing with traumatic memory or uh, traumatic re-injury and all of these different things that are a part of the process. You have to learn how to heal yourself. It's a bunch of people really, truly trying to do better in their lives and they don't understand because they haven't dealt with the need to heal. You're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to invest in yourself. You're going to have to gain an understanding. Some of you didn't experience it as a child. Some of you experienced it as an adult. You were attacked or you saw a robbery or you saw someone killed or uh, you came close to being killed. You was in a traumatic car accident. There are so many different ways that trauma will find you and leave its imprint and it's so important not to dismiss it, not to excuse it, not to tuck it away. You had a horrible relationship where your heart was broken and you were devastated and you you still packing it around. And when people ask how you're doing, you tuck it away, you conceal it. 
and you say, well, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing fine, dog. I ain't worried about that. Girl, I'm doing what the truth of the matter is. You haven't dealt with. You haven't healed. The way you engage everybody moving forward is based off of the trauma, trauma that you've experienced. And also, not only will you judge people based off of that trauma, you will also behave in a way that will drive people off because there will be certain things they do that will automatically trigger the traumatic memory. And then you will come up and then your behavior during that traumatic memory is not even in your control. You can't predict what's going to happen because now you are acting from a very stressful reality. Although it's no longer happening, you don't know that at the time that you're dealing with it and you're snapping at people, you're responding to people. You might even be physically aggressive towards people and people don't understand what's going on and you keep people at a distance. You have to heal. Also, people that are suffering from traumatic uh, injury and that have not dealt with it, that in other words, are classified as someone still dealing with trauma or a traumatized individual, you're also dealing with confidence issues. Though your self-image has been negatively impacted. How you see yourself in this world, your self-esteem, your self-confidence. So as you move in this world, you are having some very difficult, um, um, you're having some very difficult issues you're having some very difficult issues and in in, in in trying to find your way and do this I, I can't express enough when people come to me and they're talking about well I want to do this I want I want to start my own business and I've been trying to do this I want to get my finances or I've been trying to do this I want to take my career to the next level I got this position I've been shooting for and I always get shot down I always get turned down they always a reason and and when we when, when I get to the point and I find, okay, we, we, we peel back the layers. That's something I do with my clients. I develop a level of trust so that we can really get to the root cause of what's happening. Because a lot of times we're looking at the superficial behavior. Those are simply symptoms. We need to get to the cause. We need to find out why you're behaving that way. What's causing it? And, and, and underneath that is fear, trepidation, apprehension, a bunch of other things that have been created by the trauma that has never been dealt with. And so now we are sitting up and we can't get going. So the first thing I'm doing is we got to deal with the trauma. We've got to address it. We've got to look at it. We've got to establish. We've got to remove the guilt uh, component. We've got to deal with the fear. We've got to deal with the anger. And in some instances, we've got to deal with the hatred. We've got to understand that each one of these uh Emotions, each one of these feelings come with a certain level of energy that has an impact on how you move in your day. We have to deal with all of those things. I cannot impress upon you enough the importance of healing from trauma. Stop pretending you're okay. Start acknowledging that you need to grow, that you need to heal, that you need to be better. You've got to get to a point where you are putting in the work. One of the beautiful things I love about my work, my wife came to me. My wife came to me as a client. She came to me as someone who was working on healing. She had done a lot of work by the time she got to me. She was immensely strong. She had a lot going on, but there were some things she was still dealing with. And uh, somehow she came to me and we worked for, together for a year. And, you know, we went our separate ways. She went and did her things, wrote, finished writing her book and had a book published. And when she came back through, I knew enough about her as a person because I had spent my time with her. And obviously, because we were in a professional environment, we never explored the personal components of anything. It was about me doing what she came to me from 
for me to do. We got that done. She went on her way. I did what I needed to do and moved on. About a year later, she came back. I already knew who she was. And I always joke and I tell people, uh, but, you know, and I, I've written about this in two of my books based on marriage is that I'm not I don't believe in dating. I believe in observing. And I had observed my wife. I saw her character. I saw her heart. And I understood that it's not about how much you like a person. It's about how much you can trust a person, how much you can depend on them to be who they are and what you can expect for them. And does uh, and does who is is who they are what you need in your life and is who you are what they need in your life and then you have to just work on it you have to work on it because the person she is today she's not going to be next year and neither will i so we'll have to grow into each other each and every day over and over and over again so it's the commitment but one thing that i could tell you is when she came to me she came with an understanding of healing when she got to me she had already put in some work she had already understood there's some things that i'm dealing with and those are the things that she came and she worked on you have to be willing to put in the work and i'm telling you that when you put in the work you start going off she she left her place of long-term employment employment got back into uh the, the fields that she had did before, but this time she's a business owner. She's doing her own thing and she's growing. And it starts with healing. It starts with a level. But I'm, people don't realize how impactful the harm that they've endured in the past can be to their self-esteem, to their self-image, to their confidence. And when you deal with that, a bunch of the things that you're balking on now, a bunch of the things that are right in front of you, opportunities that you need to seize, but you just won't do it. They're there and you can't seize on them because you haven't dealt with the pain, the hurt, the, the disappointment, the frustration and the fear. You're going to have to deal with those things before you come out. And what I did is I uh, am always looking for ways to work with people, always looking for ways to commit to be, uh, connect with people and to be a source of empowerment that I mean, if you're not touching somebody's life in this world, you're not living at the level of your design. You're not serving the creator. You're not living at a space and a place where you are making your presence fail. So in essence, I said, OK, what can I do outside of the one on ones I do on a grand scale? What else can I do? So I created uh, healing from emotional and psychological trauma. It's a two phase course. The first course is a step by step course that you can take on your own. Uh, obviously that's more affordable. But the, the second one is one that you literally is called a supported course. And what it is, is you're working with me throughout the entire course. And, and in doing that, we are getting to the core issues. We are moving past the symptoms <coughs> and we're moving to the cause. And then we're dealing with it. We're, we're working on healing. We're taking it out of concealment so that we can look at it, so that we can, we can uh, give it the air needs. If you ever notice, air has a way, oxygen and exposure has a way of healing wounds quicker. Now, some wounds you don't want exposed because they are prone to infection. But at some point, you've got to bring it out. You've got to expose it. you got to look at it. you got to see how it's healing, what's, what's wrong, what, 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 what the problem areas are. you got to sit up and say, okay, is it just in my confidence? Is it in my anger? Do I have un, unbridled and unmanaged hatred? What am I doing? How am I doing? And I can tell you, any of the negative emotions, anger, fear, sadness, depression, bitterness, all of those things are negative emotions and they bring your frequency down. They bring your energy down. You cannot operate where you win in life is at 500 hertz or higher. That's where it starts at gratitude and then it goes up. Gratitude, love, uh, respect, 
uh, anticipation is powerful. Expecting something positive is powerful. And then learning new things is powerful. But all of those things are stymied and, and stifled when you're down here and you're being beat up by your past. And so you've got to find a way to escape that. You've got to find a way to move into something different. It's called healing. You cannot feign it. You cannot fake it. You cannot pretend it. You're going to have to work the process. You're going to have to go through the process. A bunch of you are carrying pain 10, 20, 30, and even 40 years old. It's time to release it. It's time to put it away. It's time to look into your future and write a new chapter. But if you don't deal with this, you're going to be consistently constricted by it, controlled by it, hampered by it, and you're going to miss out living in the fullness of who you are. So if you are looking, if you're a person and you know you've been through something and you know you haven't properly healed from it, let's make it happen. You've got to put in the work. There's no way around. This isn't one of those things where you can say, well, I think, I'm... no, you're going to have to heal. And here's the, here's the last part and I'm done. I do so much work in the community. I do so much work with people outside of what I do with the Visionetics Institute, what I do with Master Fitness 21 and Myriad Business Solutions and all those. And I do that through the Odyssey Project. And one of the biggest things I'm dealing with now is depression and suicidal ideation and suicide. Suicide is on the rise, suicide is on the spike with not just black men, but black women. Black men is scary, but black women is starting to get very concerning. The uh, the spike in suicide attempts or suicide amongst African-American children between the age of five and 11 is scary. We're leading in that category, at least the last I checked. And I checked, you know, roughly quarterly on what the numbers look like. And we're leading in that category. Literally, our children are killing themselves. But what is scary is uh, a study released in 2019, uh, 2020. It was released in 2020, but it showed from 2013 to 2019, that was a 47% spike in black male suicide. And everything that I'm looking at now shows that that's worsening. And it's because we're not managing the pain. We're not managing the darkness. We're not dealing with it. And what I would ask for anybody who's watching this is to support the work we're doing in the community on a grand collective scale. And that's through the Odyssey Project. There's a link in there, or you can give through the Odyssey Project's cash app uh, account. But we need support in that area. It is a real problem. But if you need help, you need to come. You need to sit down and you need to start working on you because once you get that done, the world opens up. The possibilities present themselves. Everything changes. I'm not telling you life is going to be easy. Everything's going to fall down. It's going to roll in front of you and life is just going to be up and it's going to be a real pretty movie. No, what I'm saying is those things that keep shutting you down won't shut you down anymore. You're going to start to love yourself. You're going to start to believe in yourself. You're going to start to stand up, square your shoulders and expect good stuff to happen to you. On that note, look, I'm getting out of here. I want to touch your life. You should want to heal and move forward. It's time to let it go. On that note, I'm out of here. Everybody have an unbelievable day. Oh, 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 oh,